0: find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. This is Macy. This is Nicole. And you're listening to Bus Killers, Killers. a proud podcast of the Pod Moth Media Network. Whee! <laughs> I
1: didn't forget. Yay! <laughs> Hi, friends! I didn't screw up the intro this time.
0: Oh, wasn't that in the, in it was the, in, in the Patron it was, exclusive? It was in though? the
1: Patron exclusive. And I very much just like, forgot how to introduce us our beautiful disaster. <laughs> So if you'd like some unedited disaster of content, go subscribe to our Patreon. It's fun. Unintentional plug. Uh,
0: We also don't edit any of those episodes. It's like pure chaos. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's just like pure word vomit. Yeah.
1: So uh, if you're
0: interested in hearing our word vomit, please subscribe.
1: You should. (laughs) It's fun. It's incredibly weird
0: (laughs) oh yeah oh and also friends um (laughs) if you (laughs) our sound check today was the beautiful song Chrissy wake up as heard on TikTok (laughs) um so if you I saved it so if you would like to hear our beautiful rendition of Chrissy wake up even with my very sicky sick voice that'll be at the very very end of this episode so it's gonna be
1: amazing (laughs) that's funny (laughs)
0: <laughs> so, um, just so you know, guys, today we're not drinking wine. Like I just said, I am a sickly person.
1: <laughs>
0: <clears throat> I have had nasty cold for a little over a week now. That not COVID. It's not COVID. I took like 800 tests because <laughs> my husband is a teacher and he hoards them. Specifically 801. Yes. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I took co- a COVID test. It's a million of them. It's not COVID. Um, it's just a really nasty cold. And of course I went to the doctor cause I was like, this is terrible. And they were like, continue doing what you're doing. You're fine. And I was like, fuck you. I'm not fine.
1: Here's your bill. <laughs> uh, yeah, here's your
0: $200 bill. Um, so yeah, we're not drinking because I think with all of the medicine that I'm hopped up on right now, that might have some sort of adverse effect. Yeah. So, Um, I apologize. In advance for my sickly, low, nasally voice. <laughs> it just sucks. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Uh, welcome to July's episode of Macy's Centric Month. Whoa! Or macy Centric Summer. There we go. Um, where Macy, a.k.a. me, <laughs> uh, gives you episodes all summer long. Um, yeah. Should we just dive right in?
1: I don't think we have any business.
0: I don't think we have much business. Oh, 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 oh. I do want to say, thank you guys for being so supportive of this summer schedule. I know that we're not putting out as much content right now. Um, We have gotten to spend a lot of wonderful time with our family and friends. Uh, We Mm -hmm. did take a trip to New York City last weekend with our friend Cassidy. We're going to Boston next month. Two weekends ago, sorry. And we're going to Boston next month. So um, we will be putting up like highlight videos of those things and Yay. like uh obviously we have a ton of pictures and stuff. So um all that content will be coming to you. It's just kind of busy right now. Um and in September we think Nicole might be coming back to research and um do some episodes for you guys. So we're really <laughs> excited. And we'll announce what the new um official recording schedule
1: is once we get a little closer. And I had a thought. What? Well, I actually, funny enough, it hit me while I was logging into the computer because it's part of our password. Happy two fucking years. Holy shit! Did that pass? Seven nine twenty. Facepalm. Also, that's not the entirety of our password. Good luck, fuckers. Um,
2: <laughs> you won't be able to figure it out.
1: No, trust me, you really wouldn't. It would be a waste of your time um, <laughs> because I'm psychotic. But it does require numbers, so. Um, but yeah, I literally, I like started Shit. to type it, and I was like, "Holy fuck, nuts!" It's we're ten days past the ninth. Jason, <laughs> well, He we never... forgot totally. Um, <laughs> I know. But I didn't even. I, it. Didn't even hit me. I was like, "No, Whoa. I didn't even. I wouldn't have even
0: remembered that." Oh man! Happy anniversary to us! I can't believe it's been two
1: years. I know. What a crazy wild ride! It's funny because I forget frequently that we started a podcast like a month and a half after meeting each other. <laughs> 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 we were just like, "Yeah, this is." This is going to happen. This is the thing.
0: We're fun. (laughs) (laughs) We're fun people. And other people agree. So. But yeah. Yay. Happy anniversary. This is our anniversary episode. That's what what I'm going to officially call it now. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll do like a, a special anniversary thing for
1: August or something. Cause that's when the first episodes came out. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <coughs> we lost, me. we created our brainchild came together. I think we named, I think that's how we did it. We finally picked a name on the nine, on the ninth. I think that's cause I, the text, I have a screenshot of when you asked me if I wanted <laughs> to do the podcast. And that was on the first of July.
0: And I was like, uh, this is weird.
1: And then, <laughs> but
0: do you want to do podcasts
1: with me? <laughs> um, we spent like forever Going through all the names, and it was Tyler who unintentionally picked Came Buzzkillers, <laughs> and we he were like,
0: "Comes up with the best
1: thing." <laughs> we were like, it's "Wow, him. that's actually that's actually awesome," and that was like the name that everybody voted for.
0: Yeah, yeah, we sent we sent like our top three to all of our family and friends, and every single one of them voted for Buzzkillers. Yeah. so because what was the other one that we liked, Murder and Moscato,
1: or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, so. I have that list somewhere. I Me say too. I know I saved it. I know I saved like the top ones that we liked. Yeah, I have. So, a, I think I I'm saved like somewhere. the top ten actually, because we had a shit ton of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's lots of um, wine and murder
2: puns.
1: So <laughs> there really are, which is kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> anyway, but um, yeah. Well, happy anniversary to happy us. Anniversary Yay! to us. And with that, Macy, would you like to tell our lovely audience <laughs> what? we're discussing to the terrible thing we're going to discuss today
0: (laughs) Um, yes um we are actually discussing um the disappearance of evelyn hartley it is one of wisconsin's oldest um unsolved cases so just warning you right now there's no happy ending to this i'm really really sorry that's kind of the theme of this month, actually, <laughs> because Patrons are getting a
1: very similar episode. There is no happy endings. Ah, sorry. <laughs> and cue sadness. That should be a monthly topic. What? Happy endings. That, we should probably not use that name. <laughs> <laughs> I said it out loud. Sorry. And my brain was like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a massage that we paid ex- another sixty dollars for, but um, <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we should just have a month where we talk, we tell cases that have like the most happy ending, a happy conclusion.
0: Yes, I I agree with that. I think that'd
1: that would be idea. a great idea. An
0: uplifting month. <laughs> uplifting. When <laughs> would we do that? <laughs> we have to find an uplifting month. Christmas. Christmas. <laughs>
1: Last year we just did a bunch of murders. Oh, homicide! (laughs) Oh, homicide!
0: What did I? What? What was my song? If anybody, bonus points to anyone who can remember the song that I came up with.
1: Even more bonus points if you record it and send it to us on (gasps) social media.
0: (laughs) Yes, sing your own version,
1: add your own verse, send it to us. I want to hear it.
0: Well, because we wanted to make a Christmas album.
1: If it's good enough, we'll play it on the podcast.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah! Shout (laughs) out. (laughs) <laughs> I still wanna have like a spooky Buzzkiller's Christmas album I've determined. So <laughs> But I'm not a very good songwriter, which is why I don't write like my own music. <laughs> anyway. Um so this case um happened in La Crosse, Wisconsin. It is on the Mississippi River in the southwest of the state. Okay. Um I did put like a a little Thing on our Instagram and Facebook and stuff of like a map of Wisconsin. So if you're really interested, (laughs) there's a little star where it is. (laughs) Um, And Lacrosse actually regularly ranks as one of Wisconsin's most desirable places to live. Um, Oh wow! And I got that from um, thelineup.com. If you guys don't know the lineup, you
1: really should. Yeah, they're really really good. If you Um, like if you like spooky, creepy, eerie stuff, yeah, they have book
0: recommendations and movies and like. They just articles about, about cases, cases. Yeah. and like all sorts of things. Like that's where I go find my cases. It's usually, a lot of the times that's I'll just search it and be like, "Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool." Mm-hmm. I have a million of them on my phone. I just keep in a folder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, I'll do this one this time and this one and another one and <laughs> another
1: one, another
0: <laughs> one." <laughs> so Evelyn Grace Hartley, A.K.A. Evie mm-hmm. was born on November 21st of 1937. She was the youngest of four children. She had um, a couple of older siblings, and actually one of her older brothers died of polio in 1946. Sad. And in 1949, the entire Hartley family moved from Charleston, Illinois, to La Crosse, Wisconsin. And I just want to, like, point out something that I do that's funny that I do. When I spell Illinois, I say Illinois.
1: Illinois.
0: Because N-O-I-S is, like, Noir in um, French. French. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so. I'm always like, il est noir. By all accounts, um, she was quiet, dependable, well mannered, and well liked. She was very studious and intelligent. She had straight A's and was very interested in science. She oh. also was involved in the drama club. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, She attended, at the time of her disappearance, she attended Central High School. She was 15 years old and a junior. She loved to sing and play piano for her church choir, and she attended church at the First Presbyterian Church in La Crosse, Wisconsin. She was an officer of the youth program and the Westminster Fellowship. She enjoyed tennis, hiking, swimming, golfing, and skiing. Holy crap.
1: She was very active i was gonna say she sounds active between sports and her community holy crap yeah
0: um she had dated
1: a few boys in her class but never had a
0: steady boyfriend Mm -hmm. so she had gone on a few dates but never really did anything about it so on the night of october 24th of 1953 like i said she was 15 years old um she was last seen wearing red jeans a white shirt white bobby socks and her glasses mm-hmm. she was babysitting for the rasmussen family um oh shit i skipped an entire thing sorry <laughs> um her father was named roger hartley and he was a bi- biology professor at La Crosse state college okay. which is now known as the university of wisconsin lacrosse and her mother's name was ethel and she was a stay-at-home mom okay that was all I skipped. <laughs> and now back to October 24th. Um, she was babysitting, like I said, for the Rasmussen family. Mm-hmm. Vigo Rasmussen was a professor as well at La Crosse State College. And oh, he wow. worked with Evie's father. Okay. Um, and she was babysitting their 20-month-old daughter, Janice. Their regular babysitter was actually unavailable that night. Mm-hmm. Most people were at the homecoming game for La Crosse State College. And so everybody, mostly, was going to the game. Yeah. And they didn't have anybody else, so they asked her father if Evelyn might be interested. Um, Evelyn initially agreed, but later wanted to bail on the plans, but her mother wouldn't let her. Yeah. Sorry. She said, you know, you made a commitment. You got to go. Yeah. She brought schoolwork with her um, and planned to study once the baby fell asleep. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Vigo Rasmussen picked her up at six twenty PM that night and brought her to his home on the twenty f- the twenty four hundred block of Hoeschler Drive. Um, the family instructed Evelyn on Janice's nightly bedtime routine and then they left for the homecoming game. Okay. And their home was actually in a newer neighborhood in the town and it had very street very few street lights installed mm. at that time. Okay. Because Like I said, it was newer. Um, I'm sorry, guys, if I clear my throat. My throat hurts. Here it goes. Um, (laughs) She had told her parents that she would call home around 8.30 p.m. to check in, but she never did. Uh Uh-oh. Her father made several attempts to call the Rasmussen home, but Evelyn did not pick up. Um, And knowing that this was out of character for her, he drove straight to their home to
1: check on her. Good father.
0: Um, he knocked on the door and rang the bell. There was no answer, um, and found that the home was apparently locked from the inside, as it should be. Yeah. He looked through one of the windows and saw Evelyn's glasses and one of her shoes laying on the living room floor. Um, but he Weird. kept trying the door. It was locked. He eventually went around back around back to the ho- around to the back of the house. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And discovered an open basement window. Okay. The screen was actually found leaning up against the house on the outside wall. Gotcha. So Roger, like the badass dad he was, decided that he was going to go into the house through this open window. (laughs) Good for him. Um, He found Evelyn's other shoe in the basement. All the lights and the radio were still on inside the home, and baby Janice was asleep in her crib upstairs. That's scary. But Evelyn was nowhere to be found. And Roger immediately called police. And when the Rasmussens arrived back from the homecoming game, their home was surrounded by police cars.
1: That's got to be a scary sight to come home to.
0: Yep. The living room looked um, as if there had been a struggle. Uh, Furniture was upturned. Evelyn's school books were all over the floor. Like I said, one of her shoes was found in the room, and also her glasses were found in there, broken. Oh. Oddly enough, though, none of the Rasmussen's valuables were missing. Only
1: Evelyn. That's even scarier.
0: A stepladder was found leading, leaning up against the open window in the basement, and it was later discovered that the Rasmussens had been using that ladder recently to paint their basement. Okay. Primarks marks were found on three other basement windows, which meant someone had been trying very hard. Actively trying to get, to in. get into the hole. Oh, no. Uh, footprints were found on the open window sill and in the living room. And there was actually like a piece of um, <clears throat> dirt that had like gotten caught up in the shoe tread and then like fell off the shoe.
1: Oh. So they like
0: got the tread, like at least part of the tread of the shoe. Oh, cool. Um, a red button with red thread was attached um, to the windowsill, and Evelyn had been wearing red pants when she left her home. Oh. Um, blood smearing was found by the basement window, and two pools of blood were found in the grass in the backyard, as well as a bloody handprint on the outside of the garage, and more blood stains on a neighbor's home. Holy shit. All of this blood evidence was tested and determined to be Evelyn's same blood type. Uh oh. <coughs> Bloodhounds were eventually brought to the home and were used to track her scent. Uh, they traced her scent for two blocks before it vanished, um, and they lost the scent northwest of the Rasmussen Home on Cooley Drive. Oh. Police believed that the abduction had occurred around 7 p.m. Due to witness reports, Um, they determined that someone had broken into the home through the basement and probably surprised Evelyn when they came up the stairs from the basement. There was some sort of violent confrontation, which was why the living room was in such disarray. And then she was taken out of the basement window and dragged through the yard.
1: You see, that's where I'm a little bit confused. It's like there's 18 million other entrances and exits to that home why would they take her back down into the basement and shove her out a window in the basement? Why wouldn't they just take her out a back door? Like, that's strange to me. Yeah, I don't know. It's This whole thing is very weird. It's very
0: weird. Mm, um, okay. They presumed that there was some sort of car that was parked nearby or waiting with an accomplice, um, and that's why dogs the dogs lost her scent. Because she had been placed in the car, and then they
1: drove away. Oh yeah, makes sense. <clears throat>
0: around 7 p.m. that evening, a witness reported hearing screaming,
1: uh. but dismissed
0: it as a group of children playing.
1: <sighs> Guys,
0: it's better to overreact than to underreact. Yeah, I agree. Uh. Um, a notable witness named Ed Hoffer reported that around 7:15 p.m. on October 24th. He almost got into an accident with a green 1940s Buick in the Rasmussen neighborhood. He said that he noticed two men in the vehicle with a young woman who was slumped over in pain or was unconscious. Oh. Um, he said he'd also seen the two men staggering down the street where Evelyn's blood was found a few minutes prior to the accident. He did not make the connection until he read about Evelyn's kidnapping in the paper. And reported this to the police two days after. That's scary as fuck. Another neighbor also reported seeing a light-colored car circling around the neighborhood around 8 p.m. <coughs>
1: hmm.
0: So after this, there was a massive search for her. Yeah, I um, bet. There were tons of volunteers searching for her on foot, including high school and college students. Aww. The National Guard, Civic Air Patrol, and Air Force scanned the area with helicopters and airplanes. Wow. Boaters even searched the waterways. And I read that that was because some, a, a gentleman had been fishing and like pulled up a bunch of hair in his fishing line. Huh. And so they were dredging like all of the waterways to see if she was in the water. That's disgusting. Um, and so over 2,000 people at one point were out looking For Evelyn
1: within the first days of her disappearance. shit, that's a lot of people.
0: Police asked squirrel and deer hunters to keep an eye on their hunting land for her body or any signs. Farmers were asked to explore their fields. um, And fresh graves were even dug up to see if her body had been buried in them.
1: Oh my god, they really, like, they did the damn thing to try and find her. Oh man, there's more that they
0: did. Like, they did everything they could to find this girl.
1: Oh my god.
0: Authorities announced that all cars in the county would be checked for, quote, blood stains and other suspicious signs. That's from Lineup.com. Oh the- my God! These checks were mandatory, and forty thousand stickers were printed that read, all in caps, "My car is okay." Police, oh. <laughs> yeah, police would inspect the back seat and trunk and would place a sticker on the vehicle once it had been checked and cleared. Oh my God. Vehicles without stickers would be stopped and immediately checked, and suspicious vehicles were required to be called in by all gas station attendants by the order of Police Chief George Long. Holy fucking shit. The license plate's numbers of drivers who refused the mandatory checks were also reported to police so that they could investigate them themselves. Oh, Her parents also made several public pleas for information regarding her disappearance and often addressed her kidnappers directly because they seemed to think that it was more than one person, that there were two people involved. In May of 1954, lie detector tests were given to all male students and teachers at Evelyn School. Holy fucking shit. Viggo Rasmussen and her father Roger Hartley were also given polygraph tests okay if which they both cleared. something
1: ever happens to me this is the chaos I need you to read like, <laughs> I will this is what I want to I will come
0: with my crime scene tape I have some from the dollar stone <laughs> somewhere <laughs> that I got for Christmas and I'll just like be like no one comes in or row no one um Several uh, local businesses, organizations, and neighbors also pooled funds to come up with a reward for any info that might lead to finding Evelyn. Wow. This fund eventually reached $6,600. Wow. And hundreds of tips came in. All of these tips were investigated and dismissed. <sighs> um, Sheriff Robert Roberts, I don't know how to say this, Scullin, I think, S-S-S-U-L-L-I-N, S-C-U-L-L-I-N, Scullin. It's going. Yeah. Um, estimated that approximately um, twelve hundred people had been questioned within within the first year of Evelyn's disappearance, and that uh. even went up higher as the years went on. Um, oddly, police began to find bloody articles of clothing outside of Lacrosse, a blood-soaked bra, and a pair of underwear were found near an underpass of Highway Fourteen, which was two miles south of lacrosse. Mhm. A pair of blood stained pants were also discovered four miles away around the same along the same road. You said she had been wearing red pants. Yeah, but they were blood stained. They weren't red pants. Oh. <clears throat> um, they didn't say if they were red, but okay. they were obviously a little red from blood. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, these pieces of clothing were never definitively linked to Evelyn but they believed them to be hers at least the bra and the underwear Wow. a pair of size 11 Goodrich tennis shoes were also found southeast of La Crosse in Coon Valley um, there were no sorry sorry there were no signs of blood splatter, splatter on the shoes but the tread matched prints found at the Rasmussen home. Mm. And like I said, they had a good trademark from that dirt. Yes, they did. Uh the type of shoes led investi- investigators to believe that the perpetrator rode a whizzer motorcycle due to a s- distinctive circular wear pattern
1: on the soles. Interesting. That's some fucking science for you right there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um investigators contacted the manufacturer and discovered that this specific type of shoe was called a hood mogul and were sold specifically in Wisconsin, Iowa, Michigan, Minnesota, and Illinois. That's a big pool. Um, A denim jacket, which was a size 36 with metallic buttons, was also discovered within 800 feet of the shoes. The jacket did have blood on both arms and the back, and it was cut off on the bottom. And it had been re-hemmed very badly with white thread and had base metal paint flecks on it. Weird. Um, one of the four buttons was missing. And a wear pattern running the width of the jacket under the armpits suggested that some sort of harness may have been regularly worn over it. Um... That's bizarre. And bast fibers, which are normally found in scrub brushes, like toilet brushes and stuff, those types of bristles, were also found in one of the pockets.
1: Um, The blood on the jacket matched Evelyn's blood type? I was just going to ask that. I was going to say wait a second. They found blood on all this and I know you said earlier they had tested the blood at the scene and they knew it was hers. So they had Well, a way. well,
0: yeah. All all of this stuff was found away from the scene, but yeah. The sh- the shoes and the jacket, the, there was no blood splatter on the shoes, but the jacket was tested and it was the same blood type as Evelyn's. But I couldn't find anywhere if the bra and pants and underwear Matched. Ha- matched they said they always thought it had something that, that they were involved in in this case yeah. somehow but they never definitively matched it might have been because of where they were they could have been near water
1: or uh, degradation I, in some sort of way that's true but freaking sitting in a puddle and it could have been just completely yeah. diluted it yeah 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 uh,
0: dilute and uh, and remember guys this is the 1950s there is yeah. no dna yeah um <clears throat> excuse me. the texture of the denim of the jacket also matched smears in the blood on the basement window of the Rasmussen home. See, you know,
1: they may not have had DNA, but God fucking damn it. How do you, <laughs> how do you match the the freaking pattern of a denim jacket to like what is smeared in blood? Microscopes. How do you... How, like, <laughs> That's all well, I can think of. Microscopes. Like somebody had to be like, look at that smear right there. Looks like a denim jacket. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, they probably like have a, like a piece of the denim jacket, under the microscope, excuse me, and then compared it to the pattern. That's true. And if it was like a, if they hadn't been moving too quickly, which trying to get yourself out of a small um, basement window, you probably can't get out that quickly. Yeah,
1: yeah, but like yeah. that,
0: they, he, they probably could have gotten a good print from it. Just like you can get like a shoe print and a tread from a shoe um, the jacket and shoes because they were like we think that these have something to do with this definitely uh-huh. like there's no question in our oh, minds yeah. they were displayed in 31 different communities Wow. in an effort to see if anyone recognized them or had any information and they were displayed to approximately 10,000 people holy shit all potential leads were investigated and again dismissed um, and the case quickly went cold. Um, and I do want to circle back a little bit. Um, police theorized that the perp probably worked in some form of construction, especially because of, like, the, the, the wear pattern from, like, the supposed harness. Yeah. And also the, um, the metal fibers found or the metal pieces found. Like the wire brush. Y- y- well, um, they said that they found um, – let me go back a little bit base metal paint fle- flakes. Oh, okay. So, um they thought that maybe this person worked as a steeplejack, and I'm sorry I didn't I didn't really write down what that was. Um Oh, okay. It's a person whose work is building smokestacks, towers or steeples or climbing up the outside of them to paint and make repairs. Oh, uh, that makes sense. So they would need a harness and they would also have base metal paint flecks on them. Yes, so. they
2: would. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Hey podcast lovers, my name is Haley and I run the Doe Identify podcast. I have been passionate about helping the unidentified get their names back ever since I found out I lived within miles of where Sherry Ann Jarvis, formerly known as the Walker County Jane Doe, was found. In my podcast, I tell the stories and provide information about unidentified people in hopes of reaching their loved ones and getting their names back. So come join me and help me advocate for these people. You never know, you could recognize someone's story. Hello, Twisted Humans. Do you find yourself wanting to know more about the latest murder, conspiracy, cults, or haunting? Then this is the podcast for you. We're bringing the most intense stories that'll keep you up at night. He was found guilty of voluntary manslaughter and felonious assault, but he was only sentenced five months of probation and this would be the last time that anyone ever saw Fiona. Uh, there are allegedly two women who also drowned in the first class pool was this the same glowing green that they'd seen in the darkness the night before? he had refused to sit near the wagon cloth because of stains on it which were most likely blood join us every Tuesday for a glass of wine or sangria and a dose of true crime I'm Alicia. And I'm Sierra. And this is Twisted, Twisted and, and Uncorked.
0: So the case gained some traction again in 1957 mm-hmm. when Ed Gein, oh, good old Ed Gein. Motherfucker. Was briefly considered a suspect in Evelyn's kidnapping. Um oh, at, the, fuck. at the time of her disappearance, Gein had been visiting family... In lacrosse, just blocks from where Evelyn was babysitting. Holy um, shit! However, as most of you know, if you know anything about the Ed Gein case, mm-hmm. his property was extensively searched. Yeah. Um, and her remains or anything belonging to her was not found at the property. Mm-hmm. Geen also passed two lie detector tests, and insisted that he had nothing to do with her disappearance. And in November of 1957, investigators announced officially that they did not believe that Gein was connected to her disappearance, and they no longer
1: considered him a person of interest. It's just a wild-ass coincidence. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. Just
0: like, I'm going to, because this is one of the theories, is that he was involved. I, I'm going to just, like, go on a tangent here. I personally don't believe that he was involved. Yeah. Um, his only known murders occurred between 1954 and 1957. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of his known murder, murder victims were like between the ages of 54 and 58. Mm-hmm. Um, so Evelyn was not his preferred victim type. Yeah. Um, not to say that that's like, it's not possible, mm-hmm. but it seems very odd that he would like deviate that much. Yeah. From, like from a almost 60 year old woman to a 15 year old. um, um and his crimes didn't start until after his mother died in nineteen forty five, so it seems like her mother, like his mother's death, was really the catalyst. And if you know anything about him, he's like, you know, um, Psycho is based off of him. Yeah. And of course, who does the guy in Psycho kill? His mother. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. He also seemed to be fairly open about his crimes. Um. He was very open about the murders. Um, and yeah. he was also fairly open about um, gr- the grave robbing. Um, so the fact that he adamantly denied having to do with her, anything to do with her pa- disappearance makes, makes it seems like he's telling the truth. Yeah. Because he was very honest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's possible that he could have lied, but since he spoke with such candor about his other crimes, it just seems very unlikely that he would in, in like de- wh- that, yeah like why would you deny involvement in this one say, thing
1: like let me be super open and honest about these two murders but i'm not gonna tell you a damn thing about this one i'm gonna completely deny it like that that doesn't really yeah yeah yeah
0: so it just it just doesn't seem likely to me i just think it's a wild coincidence yeah
1: i think that's just a very big coincidence
0: um and actually in 1971 a transient named tommy thompson who mm-hmm. was 51 years old was arrested for writing bad checks in Casper, Wyoming. And while in custody, he told authorities how he had raped and murdered a girl in 1953, and he named Evelyn as his victim. Oh no. Authorities were like, "Shit, we're going to investigate this." Honestly. And discovered that at the time of his dis- uh, at the time of her disappearance, Thompson was actually serving time in a Minnesota prison.
1: God damn it. So There was no way. It was like lead to a brick wall. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um,
0: and that's really it. Her parents are now deceased. Um, they said in an article written maybe in the seventies or eighties that they had kind of given up hope that they were ever going to find any information on her disappearance. And they moved away from the cross very short after Um, and like I said, they're now not alive. And, um, Uh, I'm sorry, you forgot. Did she, did she have siblings? Yep. She had three other siblings, one of which died. So she had a brother and a sister. Yeah. Um, one of which I believe is dead. I can't remember if it's the brother or the sister, but all of them basically don't believe she's ever going to be found. Um, that's so sad. And the case is, um, unsolved to this day. There are a few theories as to what happened that night. Again, the Ed Gein theory, I don't believe it, so I'm not really going to touch on it again. Um, The second theory is that Evelyn was targeted and stalked by an unknown assailant. Um, They could have targeted her that night or possibly even prior, but they knew she was alone, and that's when they went and got her. The third theory is that it was some sort of robbery gone wrong. A lot of people were at the home game, coming game that night. Yeah, um, yeah. So the assailant could have broken into the Rasmussen home, expecting it to be empty, and just kind of caught Evelyn there by surprise and didn't know what to do and took her. And um, there were also signs that there was attempted forced entry on, a, on neighbors' homes. Oh. So that's very highly probable. They were just going around robbing a bunch of homes. Yeah. Uh, the fourth theory is that it was some sort of crime of opportunity. The assailant saw Evelyn while driving by or while in the neighborhood, and just decided that that was he was going to go get her. Um, the fifth theory is that the Rasmussen's were the true targets, and that the assailant again did not expect a babysitter to mm. be home. They expected the Rasmussen's to be home. And the sixth theory is that the target was actually the regular babysitter. And that the assailant knew that the Rasmussens wouldn't be home and expected their regular babysitter to be there.
1: Who was their regular babysitter? Did they, like, ever talk No, they
0: never to said who person? it was. And I don't believe they ever talked to that person.
1: I feel like I would have talked to that
0: person. I mean, I didn't see anything about it. Weird. Yeah. But that is my theory, personally. I think that it maybe had something to either do with the Rasmussen's or had to do with the regular babysitter. I
1: feel like it might have been like a robbery gone wrong. Maybe if there was signs of them of other houses, like somebody was trying to break into them, they could have just been successful with this one. They got through the basement, but by the time they even, you know, they got into the house, they were like, "Okay, I am fucking in, and I have to go case out the place and see what I can get." They made it their way upstairs, and they immediately ran into Evelyn. Mm. And you know, but why take her? They could have just tied her up and left her there. They could have just killed her and left her there and taken yeah. everything, gone. That's true.
0: And, but and none of the valuables were missing. Don't you think that someone that was there trying to rob the house would take the valuables that they came yeah. there for? I mean, unless they panicked. I mean, I guess that's true.
1: I mean, you know, they come in. They're going to case the place, see what they can get. They run into Evelyn. She screams. She throws something. Well, she, it seems like she put up a fight. Yeah, it sounds like she might have put up a little bit of a fight. So they didn't get very far. And maybe they injured her. And then they freaked out. They're She's, just like, fuck, 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 she fuck, fuck. Yeah. She saw their face. She, and they because just, they didn't expect anybody to be home. You know, like, yeah. maybe they panicked. She started maybe because the whole thing that gets me is, and I like I said in the beginning of the episode is, why would they bring her back out to the basement window?
0: There was one article that I read that said that there was evidence to suggest that they had gone out the front door. But I only saw that in one article. And every other article said that they, sh- they had taken her out the basement.
1: Well, because and I feel like someone would have seen them well, had they come out the front especially door. Especially because you said not only did I mean her father end up finding the open basement window and going into it. But you said her shoe was found in the basement. Mm-hmm. It's
0: like, a how would her shoe got off? You know, you okay? Them pulling her out the window. You said that there was blood in the yard, and in the windowsill, and a bloody handprint on the ha- on the garage, and on a neighbor's home. They basically think that they that whoever did this picked her up, and had to rest. So that's why there were pools of blood because, and maybe it was a robbery gone wrong, and maybe. they hurt her accidentally.
1: Well, maybe that you know they came up this person came upstairs there was a struggle they took off the only way they knew to get back out maybe she chased them she was trying to chase them out got up the ladder ripped the button on her pants and when the person realized they weren't going to get away from her they injured her Mm -hmm. somehow and that's how the pools of blood get in the yard Mm -hmm. she chased them out the back door out the back window lost her shoes in the process, and she gets hurt, tries to get away. They and they sc- there was somebody that heard screaming. Yeah. So maybe they there was a confrontation outside, and she gets injured, then tries to get away, which is the But honestly, why prints. would you
0: chase them outside?
1: She has a 20-month-old baby.
0: Upstairs. Upstairs. I wouldn't chase them outside. I would immediately call the police and lock myself in the room with that baby. Yeah. If they had gotten away. Because I would be afraid that they were going to take the baby. I don't know. So weird, right? I read about this and I was like, I'm covering that. I like.
1: Every theory has like a little bit of credibility. And then the more you think about it, like. The l- it like loses that credibility. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Ed Gein had anything to do with it sorry uh, I don't I mean honestly if you can like contact me and give me a valid opi- opinion as to why you think that that's true I welcome it but I yeah. just don't think that it's true I don't think it fits
1: no I, I mean just it's just it, like weird I just think it's a very strange coincidence he was born in lacrosse
0: yeah he was born in lacrosse Michigan yeah so it just doesn't seem strange that he would be Visiting people in the cross, Michigan or Wisconsin. Sorry, Wisconsin. This is Wisconsin, not Michigan. What the <laughs> fuck am I talking about? <coughs> Weird, right? <laughs> Nicole's perplexed.
1: Well, it's like I'm thinking about the other theories, and it's just like,
0: yeah, those were the six good theories that I could find.
1: And like at first, I was like, oh, maybe
0: it was the other babysitter, though. Maybe they expected it to be her. And, um, I just, like, I don't know. I, like, that's my, that's my only theory, is that they expected that other girl to be there. That they had cased her, and were wanting to take her. Maybe. But that they happened to ha- catch Evelyn. But um, to this day, like I said, her disappearance remains unsolved, and if anybody has any information please call the Lacrosse Police Department at 608-785-5962.
1: It just makes me so sad to think that her parents gave up hope. Two of her three siblings are gone, like, and they just don't expect any any outcomes. Like, I would believe until the day I died that I was going to solve whatever happened to my family member, like, I would find some answer, some way, somehow. Like, I mean, honestly, you guys,
0: so many like investigative, investigative. Yeah, that's right word. Tactics are now available. Yeah. So they could test
1: this DNA again. Yeah, they could test the blood again. Find maybe. Oh, say check check the jacket and the shoes for hair fibers, fingerprints.
0: Oh, I did read one article that said there was a... This is, like, the thing. There's, like, one article that mentioned all these, like, weird details where I was just like, I didn't read these anywhere else. Yeah. There was one that said that there was, like, some sort of hair found somewhere. But I just didn't... If I didn't see it anywhere else, I just didn't think that
1: that was credible, really. Yeah. So. That's sad. It's really sad. Yeah.
0: I didn't... I mean, I really hate unsolved cases. Just because, like, there's no... There's no closure. There's no justice. That, that some some asshole is running around, thinking he got away with this. Yeah. But again, there are so many people nowadays thinking that they've got away with shit, and now they're n- not. There are so many shit.
1: sweet justices occurring as of recent. Yeah. Golden
0: State Killer number one. Yeah. What's the other one? The Grim Sleeper number two. What was the
1: one I just sent you? <coughs> um, they just I, uh, They. I just... Um, I don't know. You sent me lots of things. Like, <laughs> I sent you an article. I'm looking it up, too. The other day. Not about Game of Thrones. No. This one. Oh, they identified Princess Doe, and then they were able to find her killer.
0: Oh, yes, 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 yes. The alleged
1: killer Forty was charged after 40 years. years later. Mm-hmm. 40 fucking years later. Like... I hope every fucking murderer that is walk free walking free right now is shaking in their fucking boots. Because they're like, shit. Because this all shit of this stuff that they couldn't you. do when I committed this murder, uh, they can do now. They can do that shit now. And they are. They yep. are.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think, I, I think if the police reopened the case, I don't know if it's closed. It's yeah. probably still open
1: um probably just either marked cold case or just yeah like in a cold unsolved. case file or unsolved or whatever.
0: I feel like if they reopen it and start testing that evidence that they could maybe find something.
1: Yeah. Especially the pants and the bra and the underwear
0: because they couldn't definitively say any, and they and I never found why they couldn't definitively connect it to her.
1: Yeah. All I found was that they could not definitively connect it to her. And it's like now we have a way to test that and if you really have a bra, underwear, and pants that are soaked in blood—you definitely have enough to test. Mm-hmm. Especially if they were able to identify it just based off the few flecks on the jean jacket, saying that. Oh, that was the bait. That was the paint flecks. There was blood on the like oh, a significant blood. The, there was oh, okay. blood. Well, then they should be. They should say that you know what was on the jacket was her blood type. There's gotta be. There's gotta. There's gotta be a way, be a test way to all figure
0: that. out. At least if that stuff is. Has her blood type on it. You know what I mean? Mm. Even if the DNA is degraded.
1: Yeah. If it's still there. Which, I mean. Know, there's lots of police pl- police stations that like to just fucking lose evidence over the years. Don't know how the fuck that happens. Don't do that, Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Don't do it. <laughs> don't be like the LAPD. I'm just going to like walk in there just and be like, give a- me everything you have on the Evelyn Hartley case. <laughs> just throw the LAPD under the bus because they usually don't do good in cases like this (laughs) (laughs) i feel like every time an old true crimey case involves the lapd they don't come out of it looking great (laughs) no no well they were very the lapd was very
0: corrupt oh yeah at least i mean especially during like black dahlia and like the elizabeth short stuff and whatever anyway that's my my sixth story it's a sad one. This the the story I brought to you while I was sick. <laughs> I did a lot of those research when I wasn't feeling good. So you're welcome. You're fucking welcome. When I couldn't talk and all I could do was sit and read. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so god. that's that. Don't do that. Don't yawn. Get oh out of here. Oh my god. <laughs> Chrissy, wake up. I don't look like this.
1: For the full version, stay tuned to the end of the episode.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Uh, Really seriously do it because I put it at the end.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is actually a thing, guys. Go listen to it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. It was our test because I will (laughs)
1: never not do a mic check ever again. Uh, We learned the hard way once, and now we do a mic check like 45 times.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll do like two. And then a little thing popped up on the computer before we – so we did our mic check, and then a little thing popped up at the corner of the computer that was like – your devices need to be like reinserted or something. And I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> so I made sure we tested again and just made noises. I just was like, beep, bop, boop, bop, 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 boop, beep, bitty, boop, bop, bop, bop. All right. Anyway, and now that, can you hear? Like, I feel like my voice at the beginning of the episode was high. It, it, yeah. And now it's like very loud. You've low. been talking a lot. <clears throat> More than I have all day. So, tea and honey. Woohoo. If anybody ever is like, Macy. What are some cold things that you used to do when you had a cold and you were a singer? I
1: have like a million. So (laughs) just DM me and I'll tell you. You need some tips because your throat hurts. (laughs) I've got you. That's mice. Drink
0: lots of pineapple juice because it has antibiotic properties. (laughs) So weird to me. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, I don't know why. (laughs) Anyway,
1: Nicole, where can they find us? (gasps) Guys, we're everywhere. In the very beginning of the episode, we are on... Patreon.com. Come be a part of the Patron glass. Jump into the Patron glass. Um, you can find us. It's Patreon.com slash Buzzkillers podcast. Buzzkillers podcast. And when you head over to that website, it will ask you to sign up and subscribe. This is a subscription service. But like we mentioned every episode, we are cheap dates. We are. Either one or two dollars a month. Um, and all of the funds go to helping us better the podcast. Guys. I'm getting a cricket for my 30th birthday. (laughs) That means merch. Handmade merch. Handmade merch by me. With love. Yeah, I'm going to put
0: like a little thing in the bottom that says handmade with love (laughs) by Macy.
1: By Macy. (laughs) Uh I'm very
0: excited. So if you would like an opportunity, maybe, well, that'll be like my birthday thing. It wouldn't be an anniversary thing. But (laughs) I was about to be like, anniversary shirts. (laughs) That, That doesn't work. That doesn't
1: work. My birthday is like six months away (laughs) (laughs) but um, yeah all of the funds from your subscriptions go to just bettering this podcast um, and you get some exclusive content we announce um, our monthly topics ahead of time we will release special bonus episodes every month Um, like this summer all of these
0: episodes that are available to all of you on Sundays are available to our patrons on Fridays yes so they get
1: it two days early yes, um, And we kind of just treat it like a blog So it's a little bit of fun over there um, Yeah I just like <laughs> post like fun things I'm like
0: do you guys like this
1: Yeah, cool. this I read cool. this this was interesting
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who's um, excited
1: for Hocus Pocus 2 like- <laughs> Me Me <laughs> um, if you would like to find us on standard social media, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Buzzkillers Podcast. Podcast. We are on Twitter at Buzzkillers Pod. Buzzkillers um, Pod. And we are on YouTube. I'm going to tell you right now, we are going to be doing a big revamp. Um, So the uh, episode upload to YouTube has halted for the moment so it's you'll notice that it's behind a little bit um but you can check out like our sources playlist and yes that's any, a cool place um youtube videos that we use for any of our episodes are saved to our sources playlist if you are ever interested in viewing them um and like i said there will be a big revamp coming we're going to be trying to correct some of the audio from our earlier underwater episodes because <laughs> Under, uh, underwater so noobs I uh, mean we're still our noobs a little bit, we but. definitely are still noobs <laughs> but we were bigger noobs back then <laughs> um, and then if you would like to listen to us outside of where you have already found us <laughs> you can check us out on basically every platform that you can find a podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, Amazon Music slash Audible, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and then of course our lovely host Platypus Podbean. We love them. Podbean is amazing. If you ever think about starting your own podcast, they are a great host platform. Yeah. Yes, they. You do have to pay for them, but they're great.
0: Yeah. They They make things really easy. Make
1: it so simple, and it's just fucking great. And I don't
0: have <laughs> to worry about anything. I just like upload the episode, and it sends it. Everywhere I want it to. Yep. You
1: just like put like a publishing date and time and it's just like, I got you fam. And it just drops it. Yeah. All at once everywhere. And it's so, so simple to use. Yeah. We Uh, also have a website. We do have a website. That is (laughs) www.buzzkillerspodcast.com. And on that website, you can find a little bit about Macy and I, you can check out all of the wines we have tried. Um, And most importantly, there is a contact page where you can write into us. You just fill out the little forms, hit Mm -hmm, that send button, mm -hmm. and it goes straight to our Gmail. And if you'd like to not go through the website, you can just email us directly. We are buzzkillerspodcast at gmail.com. Buzzkillerspodcast at gmail.com. And we will listen to anything you have to say.
0: Yeah. Topic recommendations, case recommendations. If you hear something... That we
1: didn't, you know, say in one of our episodes, like, oh, hey, you just missed this information.
0: I'll go back and put it as
1: an addendum. I will. I've done it. You got some personal knowledge on some cases that we don't know. Let us know. We'll put an <laughs> addendum in it. <laughs> addendum! Addendum! Oh, they
0: didn't hear that. <laughs> oh, my God. I recorded over it. Oh, I was so <laughs> mad that I did that. We had an addendum one time, and I, like, just screamed addendum into the <laughs> microphone. And it was really funny. And then I somehow deleted so, it
1: something happened and it like disappeared yeah I don't know what happened but <laughs> you were like my addendum is gone <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, have, we have lunch with another co-worker and he was like what <laughs> Oh my
1: god! <laughs> <laughs> we were editing the podcast at lunch and he was just sitting there and he's like what in the fuck have I gotten myself into oh I, we were editing um, the
0: Patron no 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 maybe not but I don't know we talked we talked about Yeet Street and he like thought that was so funny Because we are funny.
1: Yeet Street is my favorite place.
0: (laughs) And if you don't know what Yeet Street is, you're obviously not a patron. So go drones, go join the
1: patron. This is why you need to be in part of the patron glass because you get all the you get all the inside (laughs) jokes (laughs) that are not edited out. Come live with us on Yeet Street. Join the patron glass. (laughs) I fucking can't.
2: (laughs) We're so weird.
1: I want a shirt. That is a picture of a street, and there's going to be a little street sign, and it's going to say Yeet Street, and then there's going to be a bottle that has a front door on it, and it's going to be, like, a Patron bottle, and I want it to have, like, a front door, and it say, like, Macy and Nicole's house. Because <laughs> we're going to live in that Patron bottle on Yeet Street. <laughs> Listen. <laughs>
0: oh, and the glass, the glass can be the garage. Yes. Perfect.
1: I like this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's a, we have to have a major bummer shirt.
1: We have so many ideas. I
0: know. We have so many ideas. Merch. My cricket.
1: Can't wait for the cricket. I'm so excited for the cricket. <laughs> um, yeah. But that is kind of everything. Yeah. I think. <laughs> you just look so sad. I occasionally feel like I'm forgetting things. <coughs> nope. But guys, it's getting to that time of year again. So get ready for all the spooky shit. Oh, because the burr months are coming. Yes. The burr months. Yeah, I mean, they already hung the sign for the spirit Halloween. Oh, and it's going to be in the big in the big and they put it in like the it's it used to be a dicks. <sighs> there is like goods. this dying mall. It's a dying mall. There's like maybe five to ten stores in it max. And the rest of it is like goddamn ghost town style yep. empty overgrown weeds and shit. And there used to be a Dick's Sporting Goods there. and Up until very recently. Up until very recently because it moved over to a different plaza that's closer Mm -hmm. to all the functioning stores. (laughs) Um, And the store that they used to put it in became a furniture store for some fucking reason. And so they have decided to put the Spirit Halloween this year in the fucking old Dick's Sporting Goods. And it's going to be massive. Huge. I'm so excited. I'm so pumped. I can't wait. Last year we spent an entire afternoon there. Yes, and it was. We glorious. were. I think we were literally in there for like two hours. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I bought a hat. I bought a hat that I wore to Paracon. I bought a wine glass and a scarf. Yeah, I think
0: I think is that all I got. I think that's all I got in that trip. I want to get one of those like shirts that says like Easy Bake Coven yeah. this year. Like last I year, year I like wanted. Last year I like wanted one
1: really bad, and I just like talked myself out of it every time we walked over there. So I have t- I have two of those. I want one. And I can't remember which ones I have right now. Don't
0: you have the one with the cats? I do
1: have the one with the black cat on it. I think it says like caring for your demon cat or something like that. (laughs) Anyway.
0: But yeah. (laughs) Now that we've talked
1: for like 15 extra minutes. It's almost Halloween. Guys, buckle up.
0: We're so excited. Mm -mm. And we just can't hide it. Mm -mm.
1: And just one more time. Don't forget to stick around for our rendition of Chrissy Wake Up. I don't like this. uh, Chrissy Wake Up. Until next time, friends. (gasps) Okay, we love you. Bye. Bye.
0: This This episode is brought to you by BK Creations, LLC. Chrissy, wake up. I don't like this. Chrissy, wake up. Hey, hello. hello. Time to wake up, time to wake up. Can you hear me, Chrissy, wake up? I don't like this, Chrissy, wake wake up. up.